And welcome back to the Lights Out podcast. Uh, today we have a race recap of the Dutch Grand Prix. Uh, and well, you know, normally in the past, uh, this, this Grand Prix is kind of a little bit boring. Um, but luckily, the rain came and made it interesting, or somewhat more interesting. Mother Nature had other plans. Yeah, I mean, I was also completely free that day so i thought that was pretty interesting to watch i thought it was cool how it was like there was so much chaos in the start and at the end yeah exactly um but yeah another another day of bad ferrari strategy (laughs) oh yeah just it's just the norm at this point yeah and you know it was uh it was our it was our good friend Arav's birthday a couple of days before the race, so uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't do him good. Yeah, that is yeah, that is a tough one. Um, but uh, you know that it was, I don't know. Turn turn three is tough. Um, you know Daniel Cardo. Uh, you know crashing to avoid piastri and then ended up um injuring his hand um that was i don't know that seems a little weird uh i guess he kept kept his hand on the steering wheel during impact uh which which is something i didn't know that like you had or at least i didn't think about is you would take your like hands off to like to avoid any serious injury like that um but you yeah, know you gotta because just like what happened there, right? You gotta take your hands off because the wheel can snap back around, and you know you can break a wrist doing that. I know in cars like without power steering, it moves a lot, like the wheel jerks a lot more when you crash. So with these F one cars, it's the wheel's really not supposed to jerk around as much as Daniel's did. I think Daniel's was just kind of a freak incident. It must have. Uh, hit the steering pin like in a bad spot where it turned the wheel really hard just cracked his hand i guess yeah i guess yeah i mean but it did it did give us the opportunity to see what what liam lawson could do i know he's been in in the talks of of um of being like alfatari's next driver and you know, like I know he's had a few like um, practice runs, like in the in past seasons, and also I know he's helped out uh, for like F one testing as well, um, and just like also doing like Pirelli like tire testing uh, as well. Uh, but it was it was good to see him like in an actual race, and I mean yeah. his his qualifying was was definitely he was definitely a bit off the pace but it's also what like a wet qualifying um so you know it's there was there wasn't much to be expected for a rookie in a in like the ninth tenth fastest car on the grid yeah um, oh there's only so right. much you can do um but you know he he, he had a very good race is pretty calm and collected didn't do anything crazy uh no like no major lockups or anything. No controversy. I think except, I think he did either. I think he did either like 
be in the pit lane or, or I think it, there was some kind of unsafe release because I do remember him getting a penalty. But can't remember what it was for. I can't either. But, yeah, there were weirdly a lot of pit lane penalties. I feel like three guys got speeding penalties and then, like, there was a couple more unsafe releases, which is kind of odd. I guess it's a small pit lane and it's hard to get slowed down coming off the banking of the final corner. Right. Yeah. Um, at least in the footnotes of the race results, it only says uh, it says Perez was the only person that got uh, a penalty for speeding in the pit lane. Um, Mag- Magnuson got a penalty for like safety car infringement, and then uh, and then uh, Sin- and then Yuki got a time penalty for causing collision. I think who was that with? Can't even remember. Um, was it with Joe? Oh yeah, yeah. I think that sounds right. Because I know Yuki and Joe both went off at turn one, but Yuki kept going forward, and Joe slammed the wall and brought out the red flag. Yeah. 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 But uh, I guess let's start with the. Uh, I start. Do you guys have any more thoughts on like practice or qualifying? No, I think we uh, – I was – I'm all good. I didn't watch it, so I didn't hear much about it except for the Daniel Ricardo crash yeah. and hospitality incident. But I think, like, the most exciting part of the weekend was the race. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, I just – before we move on, just a couple of shout-outs. You know, Logan Sargent getting into Q3 and then shunting it into turn 10. Or yeah. 12, I think. can't remember. Um, yeah, he qualified really well, and then he uh, just kept dropping back yeah. and dropping back, and then ended up crashing out. Yeah, oh yeah, but, I mean, uh, he did crash in qualifying too, in the same place he crashed in the race, and then also, oh for real, yeah, and then yeah. Albon uh, got, got P four in, I don't know, probably Williams is like seventh best car on the grid. Uh, Lando getting P2 and, and Russell P3. And, uh, you know, Checo didn't get eliminated in Q1. So, you know, there's always that. Yeah, that's, that's a big win. That's a big win. All right. Um, you know, uh, race start, uh, you know, Max, Max got away. Well, uh, Fernando had a nice lunge into turn three, taking the low line instead of the high line. It's definitely it's definitely interesting with turn three because that's really the only high cambered corner that we have have in F one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know and then. It's interesting getting getting the rain straight away, uh, you know, because everyone was on softs except for Lewis. Uh, so I don't know if there was something off with the Mercedes uh, weather radar, uh, you know, because even though Russell was also on softs, uh, there was definitely a rare strategy miscalculation going on in Mercedes. Um, you know, like Russell was on the radio saying, I was forecast a podium. How do we screw screw this up so badly? 
yeah, it was uh, it was rare to see Mercedes make a mistake like that because they're normally like pretty consistent and they normally get things right with their strategies and stuff. Yeah, but um, I also think that was a bit over ambitious by uh, George saying that he was forecasted for a podium. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't like, know why he was saying that. Like, he's a good driver and all that, but just, like, for, like, come on, let's be real. Like, you never guaranteed a podium unless your name is Max Verstappen. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he means, like, he probably meant, like, I started in the podium spot, in a podium spot, and then now I'm out of the points. Yeah, I guess. That's a a little. But then come on the radio and say that. Right. Don't say, oh, like. Saying, oh, I was forecasted for a podium means, like, oh, like, this is what people predicted. Like, this is what I predicted to happen. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, well, but, I mean, I mean, George Russell is also the kind of guy to congratulate himself on making a good move. Um, you know. Right. So, He's I, also the type of guy that confuse rain for sweat. So, uh, that, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, George Russell's the type of guy to willingly take his shirt off in airport security. Yeah. Yeah, he that, that would be something that he would do. That, that, that's something Albon said, by the way. Um, yeah, I know. I heard that. And, uh, and also, uh, just one, one more. Uh, George Russell's the type of guy to selfishly have two first names. <laughs> I don't okay. even get that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no. Chaz is saying, like, both George and Russell can be, like, first names. I, I understand for the people. that, but... but, like, I think we're reaching. I think we're reaching low, but here, I think we need to move on. Yeah. No, wait, wait. I have one more. <laughs> George Russell's the type of guy to overtake you in Imola in wet conditions and then crash into you. That last one. All right. Um... <laughs> you you done, Chaz? I, I am. That, that was, that was... <laughs> You've never been this delirious before, bro. I'm, bro. That was that was a good grill. Like that was a those are some <laughs> grill the grid highlights. Okay, dude. I don't know what you're on right now, but <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop. Oh Jesus! All right, moving on. Let's get um... back on track here. <laughs> Literally, well, no I'm pun just, intended. I'm just trying to create some entertainment here, you know? Hey, I'm not saying you're not. Yeah, no, you definitely tried to. It's just that it, I don't think it worked out the way you hoped it would. Okay, so the race. Um, Yeah, there was rain at the start. Um, Yeah, it was kind of chaotic to see, like, off the... All the drivers come in to change tires. Yeah, I've like never seen the weather change laps. that much in one lap before. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, everybody went to Inters. And McLaren's kind of suffered a little bit. I think Lando dropped down pretty far because they held him out for a bit long. Um, yeah, it was uh, kind of chaotic. And then it, there was kind of like a lull into mid-race. And it got kind of boring. But then at the very end, it... The rain picked up again, and it was very exciting. So, yeah, um, you know, I know, like Leclerc, he got like front wing damage, and then like he was just falling back terribly. And then once he got 
passed by Lawson. Uh, Ferrari told him to come and retire. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I know uh, it is, it's kind of weird, like, because um, I know, like, uh, Carlos Sainz was, like, was fighting with Gasly, like, super hard. And then, like, once the, like, second wave of, like, rain came, then, like, Sainz, like, couldn't do anything. Um, and and Albon is just, every, every race is just the, the tire whisperer, uh, you know, like, when what was it like 30 or, or no i think it was like over 40 laps on sauce i mean i know it is zanvort it is a one of, it's like the second smallest track on the calendar uh but still to go through like the entire rain period on softs uh i don't get how you can run 40 laps on softs at any track yeah that's that's something Um, you know, and then uh, with with the second rain, it, it kind of kind of sucked because Checo like just pitted pitted for inters, and then uh, like Joaquin you crashed, and then and then all uh, the red flag came out when he was in the pits, and then bit and cost him a podium. Yeah, it was a. Uh... That was very unfortunate for him. Yeah, uh, yeah, once again, um, no matter what conditions are thrown his way, Max Verstappen is always going to come out on top. Yeah, it's, I mean, all all credit to him for tying Seb's record, nine in a row. That's. It's pretty impressive. Do you, do you guys think the the Monza curse is real? I do, and I think Max is going to break it. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't see any way that Max doesn't win this weekend. I'll put it that way. I mean, like obviously, there's the off chance that he gets like crashed into, or he has like a mechanical failure, but. That car has just, like, been, in terms of, like, reliability, it's just been so bulletproof this entire yeah. season. And what will be interesting to see is that next year, Alpha Tori is going to be taking as much from this year's Red Bull as they can. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting to see if they can make a leap. Uh, do, you, do either of you guys know if, if Danny Rick is is back for this weekend or no i believe lawson was in the car for practice today i, I would assume he's still out i mean a hand in injury he's not yeah that's not going to heal enough to where he can race with yeah that's five days yeah it's takes gonna take a couple weeks to heal it's, yeah i mean like look at lance he was he technically couldn't have raced in that first race, but um, and that was still like two weeks after his incident. So yeah, okay. Oh, that's right. Because I remember he he did miss uh he missed testing, missed all tests. Yeah, on. yeah. Because and there was, was and I don't know if you guys had heard this, but there was the thing where before, 
like the race starts, the drivers are required to like perform a safety maneuver to see if they can get out and like if they can get themselves out of the car in a certain amount of time. And mm-hmm. I think he, as I recall, he failed the first time, but then they gave him another go and he got out the second time. So theoretically, he shouldn't have been able to race. In, in Bahrain, you're saying? Yeah, in the first race of the gotcha. season. Yeah. I did not know that. I, I didn't know that was a weekly or every race thing. I didn't either. Yeah. I, I assumed that there was something in testing just to make sure every driver knew how to do it. I mean, maybe that was just like the first race, like the first race of the season type thing. But um, that did happen. But yeah, I would. I think. I mean, I, I would assume that Ricardo's injury is similar to Lance. I wouldn't be surprised if Ricardo came back for Singapore in two weeks. Yeah, I think two weeks is a reasonable. In two weeks, time. right? Not I think. Weeks. Yeah. It should be. Yeah, I definitely think he's going to miss this one though. But yeah, this was recorded the. Friday before the race, and I know Liam Lawson was in the car for FP1 and 2 this morning. Right. Also, I just wanted to mention that uh, uh, I was surprised like Lewis uh, re-signed with with Mercedes, uh, I believe, until 2025. Um, I saw that. Was it through 25 or until 25? I think it's until, if I'm correct. I mean, I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times before, but uh, I, I believe it's un, it's until Russell yeah. and also, also extended, and also uh, both Nico Hulkenberg and uh, Magnussen will be on Haas for next year as well. Um, so really, not much of any like silly season going on, or no, no like significant changes. Um, yeah, it's yeah. uh I mean yeah, I think the the biggest move to look for in terms of driver lineups is gonna be what happens with Ricardo and Perez. Yeah. I think that's just like the thing that everybody's waiting for. It's will Perez keep his seat despite his constant crashes and poor qualifyings? Or is it gonna be Daniel Rick? Who knows? Oh, no. And to add insult to injury on the Paris crashing, he went off this morning at practice in Monaco. Yeah. yeah, FP2. I mean, he finished. I think he still had, like, the second or third highest time. Like, he was on the uh, – he had a good time. But, yeah, damage to the car is just – what's this, like, crash number 10 or something this year? Like, I, saw, there was a, I saw on Twitter – couple days ago like the total amount of crash damage in terms of money and paris has done like 1.7 million dollars of damage and verstappen has only done like 500 grand jeez that's crazy yeah paris has pretty much single-handedly induced the second highest amount of damage for a a team i think williams yeah that's what that's what it seems like which is not exactly a good look, especially no. when com- competition in Ricardo has really had no issues with crashing at all right. in his career. Right. 
Uh, also, just quickly, you know, shout out to Pierre Gasly uh, for Ron Calm and Collected, P3. Um, you know, I know he, he struggled like the first half of the season. Um, it was just like a little bit inconsistent results and just like a little bit of driver error plus mechanical failure. Uh, but, you know, but this P3 plus like the sprint P3 from from Spa, he's definitely feel like he's he's coming together with that Alpine. And if uh, if he can't beat Ocon this season, I think next season he should definitely be like the team team leader for Alpine. And then also yeah. Alonso getting P2 and breaking Schumacher's record for the longest amount of time between. Uh, your first podium and uh, last podium in F one. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it was good to see Alonso back on the podium. I mean, Aston Martin. I just think it's like it's going to be a like a repeat of the first half of the season. I think they're going to have a solid start after the break, like they've been having, and now I think they're just going to tail off at the end. But it'll be good to see him get a couple more podiums because. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, guys know I'm a big fan of him. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, it would just be interesting to see where where Lance can end up if he can if he can fight with the Mercedes as well. If if they, if Aston has a chance at reclaiming uh, second in the constructors or not. Um, yeah, but if 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 Lance keeps getting like 11th, 12th place, then. I know Alonso's Alonso's good. He might finish. He might be above Hamilton and Russell in the drivers' championship, but he's not going to be able to beat them by himself. No, no, yeah, definitely not. I mean, Mercedes, like Lewis and George, they're not that bad. Like, Mercedes is a pretty decent team. I would think. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Seven championships in a row. Right, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, obviously I love Fernando Alonso, but yeah, Lance is going to have to step it up if they've got any chance of beating them. Okay. Um, is there anything else to say? I think I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm all good. I'm looking forward to the Grand Prix this weekend. It's a long weekend, so we got a day off. Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you everyone for for tuning in and uh, make sure to check out past episodes and uh, and also look out for the Monza race recap. See you in the next one. See you. Peace.